Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined by Celeste Benchwall and Lucy Hudkovich. How are you doing, Lucy? I'm good. How are you? Good. So, Lucy, tell me a little bit about yourself. You are the owner of Lightbox and Ephraim, correct? Yes. Um, I have been in Door County for six seasons, and then uh, for the last two summers, I've been working on opening my shop. So, tell me, tell me about the history of, of Lightbox. How did it start? I mean, you. Were you were you up in Door County and then wanted to get a place, or, or what's the story yeah, behind it? Yeah, that's pretty much, I was a server up here, and I knew I loved it um, in Door County. It's a very special place. Um, and, yeah, I graduated college, didn't really have a plan, saw a property for sale on Craigslist for kind of a ridiculously low price in Ephraim. And I was like, yeah, I think I can get a mortgage. That sounds good. Um, and then the plan for the studio part came second. So um, after I bought the property, I decided I needed to do something I know. First, I thought it was going to be sorbet. Then I realized I don't know how to make sorbet. So I'm doing an art studio for my printmaking. So what, what are your ties to Door County? You said you've been here for six seasons. Were you, mm-hmm. Did you move up and then right away think, like, I want to live here? No, it was like, I want to be a waitress, see how that lifestyle treats me. And I did not realize that Door County had such a cool you know, local scene and so many nice people. It was it was falling in love over the course of a couple of summers. Um, but I've been coming up my whole life just as a tourist. Tell me a little bit about college. You went for art, right? Mm-hmm. What what type of art did you specialize in? It was all sorts. Um, I definitely dabbled in everything. Um, I stuck with pre- screen printing um, for the majority of my last three years. I actually started in graphic design and realized I hated computers. So just went into all the studio work that you could do like pottery, woodshop, printmaking, painting, that kind of stuff. Cool. So you you said you wanted to do sorbet. Why did you want to do sorbet? I don't know. It's just really cute. <laughs> I, I, it was like I, my studio is so small and pretty and the lighting is really nice. And I imagined a very sweet, tiny space where people could come on cute dates and fruit is delicious. But that was like the only reason why I considered sorbet. Okay, so tell me, tell me about that first winter. You you got yeah. the property and then had to turn it into something. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? It was awful. Um, it was really cold. I lived all the way in Gills Rock in a log cabin with a wood stove for heat. So in the mornings, I was like chopping wood, building fires, hoping my house would be warm, and then driving 30 minutes to Ephraim and spending hours listening to podcasts and um, renovating the space all by myself. I have not paid... A dollar towards any helpers. I've just done it mostly by my hands or by my friends and family helping me. Um, and there was a lot of work to be done. I had to kind of gut it and make it look nice. Um, but yeah, it was a long process. It, t- it took probably a full year of work before so, it was ready. Okay, tell me, you said it was hard. Tell me, 
because like from a from a privileged perspective, I'm mm-hmm. listening to that male like, oh how romantic. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. she got up every morning and chopped wood no, and then drove to her little totally. shop. It was very romantic. It, like besides like the intense cold and the character building of being alone a lot, like it was a really cool winter. But um, yeah, it was it was like okay. Get up again, put more joint compound on this wall, patch these holes, rip up this carpeting, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but you had a lot of help from your friends, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, that was the other part that I, I, I read the article that uh-huh. Celeste had wrote yeah, about you a couple yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of drawn to this idea of you just you you're a magnet for people. Uh-huh. And they came and they wanted to help you. Yeah, succeed. yeah, that's true. I mean. Door County, like you guys know how it is here. It's small. And when something happens to one person in the community, the whole community feels it. And um, in this case, the whole community was really, really kind and reached out. And people have been offering, you know, anytime I need something, I have three answers or, you know, a ton of friends raising their hand to be willing to give what they can, which is usually a little bit of time or resources. I have friends who help make drinks when I have events or people that pitch in and help paint a wall. That's really cool. So after that first winter, you opened up and tell me about the first season. How did it go? Um, It was definitely a shock to realize that once I built a retail business, I would have to run a retail business. And surprisingly, it's not as fun as the building part. So the first season was a lot of learning experience. I sold work by like 25 other artists, which is so cool. I love supporting them um, and promoting other people's work. But at the same time, I was managing inventory and monthly payments and sales tax. And those are all the things that people tell you like, okay, when you open a business for yourself, there's hard parts. It's going to be a lot of time sacrifice. And yeah, I was definitely like, okay, that's real. <laughs> so uh, tell me, tell me what you can find when you walk in the doors at Lightbox. It It's... It's a combination of different things, yes, isn't it? Yeah. So this year I've changed it up. I've simplified. I have work by about seven different artists now. Um, currently, all the work is made by female artists, uh, mostly local to Door County. Um, I have some really awesome textiles, bags by my friend, and uh, jewelry. And and then the primary focus is going to be my printmaking this year. So clothing, tapestries, and other print goods by myself. Okay, tell me about yeah. the screen printing thing mm-hmm. and somebody who knows nothing about yeah. screen printing. Okay, I'll what start from what got you into screen printing? How does it work and what do you do at Lightbox? I think it's a really accessible art form. It's, you know, been used for packaging and concert posters and nothing fancy. And that's kind of why I like it as an art medium. Um, so you basically build a stencil to print a t-shirt or like I said, a poster. Um, you can take a drawing or a painting or, or a graphic piece from the computer and put it onto fabric or paper or whatever you want. Um, and at the light box, I'm doing everything by hand, like in a very archaic way. I don't use computers. I don't even use the light-sensitive emulsion that a lot of screen printers will use. That's in the works, though. Um, but yeah, so I'm hand-painting all my screens by hand, so every design is put by brush by me onto the screen. And then when you pull a print, it's just like, pushing ink through the screen onto whatever you're printing on, and that's the basics of it. Um, I actually do teach it, too, if people are interested in coming to do classes. I've been testing it out with some local businesses, helping a couple people print their T-shirts. And it's a really cool process to teach because once you get a handle of it, it's very easy to do again. 
what types of of art are you screen printing? I know last year when I went into the shop, you were doing this kind of like really cool Door County flavored t-shirts where yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was like your your typical Door County t-shirt or like Ephraim mm-hmm. t-shirt, but it was just it was a really hip version yep, of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's definitely a goal. So I want to continue to do stuff like that. I think Door County could use some more updated apparel, um, you know, to rock the brand. And I'm going to be focusing on that a little bit and then primarily bigger pieces, tapestries, you know, weird art prints. I think I get approached a lot for typical T-shirts and I'm trying to move, still include that, but then move towards more of an artistic expression with printing. Um, I don't know how to to explain the work, though. Um, Yeah. It's all sorts of stuff. And and I mean, what you said there earlier, you know, it it it's hand done. You, yeah. you do, It comes from you. So it's uh, it's one of those things where you every year it might be something different. Definitely. Right? I, that's the beauty of my space is I'm the boss and I can decide I like doing this and I'm going to keep it this way and it's working. But tomorrow I might be bored and I want to do something completely different. And that's OK, too. Um, yeah, I can stay up late till 4 a.m. making a brand new design and have it in a store, you know, the next day if I wanted. That's so really cool. cool. <laughs> so now that you've been open for a season, do you feel like this season you can, like, spend more time focusing more on the art side of things? Yes. Rather, like, now that you know how to run a business? Yeah, a definitely. I think, well, also, going back to the friends helping me thing, I have a roommate who's studying to be an accountant, I think. Oh. So, <laughs> luckily, I have people offering to do the hard stuff for me, which is so cool. Which means I get to definitely focus more on building um, more interesting products. That's where I thrive. I'm an artist, not a bookkeeper. Um, so yeah, this year I'm focusing way more on the art making part of the space and getting a handle on simplifying the business side of things. Well, with that, why don't we take a break? And when we okay. come back, I want to talk about year two of Lightbox and some of the different projects and workshops and all that kind of stuff that you have going on this year. Cool. Sounds good. They call themselves the Stradivarius Builders of Sturgeon Bay because the guys at Palmer Johnson were artists in wood and metalwork. Anything you imagine, they did it so beautifully well. The first fishermen came down the lake from Mackinac Island who worked their way along the north shore of Lake Michigan. And they came because of the whitefish. The whitefish were abundant. In 1945, 2,000 German prisoners of war came to Door County and picked cherries for just one harvest season. Peninsula Filmworks is dedicated to telling the stories of Door County, past, present, and future. To learn more about the history of shipbuilding in Sturgeon Bay, to see how the cherry became a Door County icon, or to watch the peninsula's last remaining fishermen brave the waters to haul in thousands of pounds of whitefish daily, and the many other incredible stories produced with the Door County Visitor Bureau, visit doorcounty.com slash ourdoorcounty. Okay, we're back with Lucy. Hi. (laughs) Um, So we want to talk about what you have going on this summer. Um, So I know you just renovated the space a little bit more. So do you want to talk about that starting off? Yes, I'm very excited about the changes. Um, New color inside, which is a big deal for me. I don't know. Um, The environment just feels better for making stuff in and hanging out in. So come come to the shop and check out the new layout. Um, Yeah, feels good to be there. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and do you have any events that we can look forward to this summer? Yeah. Like, I know you have an open mic coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want you to be there. And <laughs> anybody else who maybe has a story to tell, 
poem to share or song to sing should also come. Um, that's going to be Tuesday, June 18th um, in the evening, probably like 7. Um, but yeah, so I like to use my space as a community space more than just for making my own work. I'm more interested in having people in and out of there learning something or bringing something to teach. Um, I will be setting up a little stage where people can share a story. It's very casual, very cool, laid back. Like you don't have to be super practiced at it. You don't even ever have to have experienced telling a story. Um, and that's just something I like to bring to people. I think it's a really special form of sharing art, you know, all in a small room and, you know, maybe you've been working on something you want to share. So yeah, that'll be something I like to do probably through this season, mostly in the off season. And um, if people have ideas for other small performances or, you know, community events, I'm open to ideas in the future. You'd mentioned uh, doing some workshops and screen mm -hmm. printing workshops. Is that something that you're continuing this year? Yes. So I have been doing small workshops with families or, you know, private groups or one-on-one -on -one even. Um, I love teaching. That's probably my favorite way to share, you know. So if people wanted to learn the technique of screen printing, um, I've had a lot of success with uh, small groups coming in either with the design ahead of time or a group of people collaborating on the design. And then we work together to translate that onto a screen. It takes about four hours. By the end of the day, everyone has cool new t-shirts or tapestries that we've printed by hand ourselves. And there's a whole lot of fun, you know, parts of the process that um, I think people can get excited about, even just like picking colors. So yeah, if people are interested in doing that, um, reach out. I don't really have any published dates. I can do teaching during shop hours or after hours. Um, it's it's a yeah very good time. People should come and bother me about it. For sure. Yeah. And I know you've mentioned to me and our other group of friends like, hey, come bring your art, yeah. work on stuff with yeah. me. It doesn't even have to be screen printing. Mm -hmm. um, so is that something you encourage? Totally. I just want it to be like a really good art environment. I want people to be able to express themselves in a way that um, maybe they haven't done in a long time or ever. Um, you know, get the creative flow going. It makes you really happy. <laughs> For sure. It's always yeah. nice to do that with a friend, too. Yes. Like, you need that extra push. I need to be motivated. So, yeah. yes, people, come hang out with me in my studio and bring <laughs> something to do. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So now that you have a, a year under your belt, what... What has it been like to to kind of live the dream in Door County, to open oh, yeah, your own business totally. and to, to become a member of the community? Have you found, like, have you found the young people? Because that was yeah. my struggle when I first came up here. Is like, my first winter up here, I was like, there's no young people. Oh, I don't no, know where they you are. You went through the winter without anybody your age. Yeah, I've been there, actually. Um, the first year was, I didn't really notice because I was so busy um, working on the space. Um, but definitely it does make a difference to have friends around. Um, it's cool. I feel like I'm almost cheating because I can take it as seriously as I feel like taking it, um, if that makes sense. So, you know, I, I'm selling stuff. I have a business. I'm a part of my community. You know, I hang out with the people in my condo association in the parking lot of Shorewood Village. So I'm a business owner there. But at the same time, there's this amazing, relaxed feeling. I'm steps away from the beach. I can see the sunset from my shop. Um, it's almost too good to be true. And that's cool. I, I, I feel like I wouldn't trade this experience for anything. It's way fun to be your own boss. 
and make your own hours. And if I want to go take a break for the beach, I'm going to go take a break for the beach. And that's cool. And it's okay. I'm 24. And I feel like if I was a, an adult boss bossing me around, I'd want me to live this life. So <laughs> that's kind of how I'm treating it. I, I totally get what you're saying yeah. about, like, you feel like you're cheating almost. Yes. Because, like, I, yeah. the story that I tell is that I worked really hard in high school to go to a good college, and mm-hmm. then I worked really hard in college so that I got to retire in Door County. Cool. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, that's no, kind of how I, I think about it. Definitely that feeling of, like, oh, I can just be on the beach any minute of the day if I want to. Is this real life? But that's the Door County syndrome, you know? Well, and you're an Ephraim too, so I mean, do you do you drive in from the south or the north when you're? Um, I actually come from the back. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Maple Grove. No, 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 not Maple Grove. It's the the road that the airport is on. So I enter oh, from the God. side, like south, kind of Fish Creek area. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was gonna say, like, if you're if you're driving past that Ephraim shoreline mm-hmm. every day, that I must am. be very yes. must feel very charmed. It's very. I'm like cresting a hill. And then there's like a postcard town in front of me where I work, you know, and live and play. And then the water right in front of that. And it's sparkling in the morning and there's people going to get coffee and taking out kayaks. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty charmed. (laughs) I always feel like Ephraim is just like the cutest town in Door County. Like it's so artsy. I don't know. It just feels very chill. And like, yeah, I, I like the environment at Shorewood Village. Everyone just seems very... It's relaxed. Welcoming, yeah. Yes. Very relaxed, which is very cool. And I, I feel like you you have the perfect attitude for, for what you're doing <laughs> because, you know, you you jumped into something in, in kind of a, a rough way. You know what I mean? You're starting to build the business up in the winter physically with your yeah. hands yeah. and, like, no heat in your building yeah. where you're living and all this stuff. And yet you just approached it in a way that was, uh, again, the word romantic. You mm-hmm. you You tackle everything with this, like— this experience of like, hey, this is awesome and I'm going to have a really good time. Yeah. And I'm just going to dive in and do it. And I think that that's something that that anybody uh, who owns a business or anything like that should should try to sprinkle back into their life. Yeah. Because I feel like it gets easy to get sucked up in the rigmarole and to totally. look at the things that are stressful about it. Yeah. Rather than just like taking a, a second to breathe and just see the E from Shoreline when you come over that hill every day. Like that's something... That, that makes it worth it in a lot of ways. That was beautiful. You should come tell a story at the story night. <laughs> I'll, I'll just come tell you're that good, story You're really again. good with words. I yeah, will come yeah, tell yeah. your story Please. at the story night. Oh, no, don't tell mine. <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> else you. about this year, this season, that you want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, no, I think I'm just excited. And the more that people tell me it's cool or want to be a part of it or want to share it in some way, the more motivating it is. So thank you um, a 